This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, March 2nd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Galley. Here's today's headlines. USDA monitoring Ukraine exports. Port bottlenecks get Senate focus. And farm groups face black farmer concerns. Wheat and corn futures jump again due to Russian invasion. The Russian invasion of Ukraine continues to have ripple effects through the ag sector. The Kansas City made contract for hard red winter wheat closed at 10.03 after hitting the 50-cent trading limit for the day. Similarly, the Chicago Board of Trade made contract for corn settled yesterday at a little over 7.25 a bushel after hitting its 35-cent trading limit. It's not just Ukrainian and Russian wheat and corn exports blocked from the global market, said Arlen Suderman, chief economist for Stonex Group Incorporated. Grain from any country that uses Black Sea ports is being affected. Basically, with trade out of the Black Sea shut down, not many ships are willing to pay the insurance cost or the risk to go into the region, said Suderman. That's also reducing wheat that's moving out of Romania, Kazakhstan, and other countries that export out of the Black Sea. Basically, a third of the world's wheat exports are off-limits. Now, take note. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack told the National Farmers Union yesterday that the USDA is watching the situation to determine whether the U.S. government will have to fill a gap in grain supplies. If Ukraine's exports are disrupted either because production doesn't take place or production does take place, and it's not capable of getting to market, then the world community has a set of issues that we'll have to deal with, he said. Biden goes after meat packers and ocean carriers. President Biden used his State of the Union message last night to single out meat packers and ocean carriers for blame when it comes to inflation. His attack on the big four packers, while familiar to anyone watching the administration over the past year, was not in the text of the speech provided by the White House. I'm a capitalist, but capitalism without competition is not capitalism, Biden said. Now, for more on the speech as well as the agricultural impact of the Russian invasion, you can read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter. We also look at the sharp rise in crop insurance price guarantees that's resulted from strong commodity prices. Bozeman, Senate shipping bill has real teeth. The Senate Ag Committee's top Republican acknowledges that the Senate version of the Ocean Shipping Reform Act is, quote, not as prescriptive as the bill that passed the House in December. But Bozeman tells AgriPulse the Senate version, quote, has real teeth in it. In the business community, everyone that I've talked to prefers the Senate bill, Bozeman said. Keep in mind, the House bill specifically prohibits ocean carriers from refusing to carry U.S. ag commodities, while the Senate version instructs the Federal Maritime Commission to come with new rules on the issue a year after the legislation becomes law. The ag sector has praised the Senate bill, but proponents are hopeful the House version is eventually enacted because of its tougher stance on ocean carriers. Now take note, the Senate Commerce, Science and Transportation Committee is having a hearing on that legislation tomorrow. We'll have more 
AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000 plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Commodity groups face questions about minorities and small farms. Farmers representing major commodity groups found themselves in an unfamiliar position at yesterday's House Ag Committee hearing. Several Democratic committee members pressed the groups on concerns that minority farmers are being left out of farm program benefits. The group's representatives were asked what they were doing about it. Representative Bobby Rush, an Illinois Democrat, was met with an awkward silence when he raised the issue. Eventually, Brad Doyle of the American Soybean Association said his group had reached out to a black farmers group. We would welcome any comment or input from minority grower associations, he said. Nicole Berg of the National Association of Wheat Growers said her group would welcome new states into the organization, and she noted that USDA has programs for beginning farmers and minority producers. Russia's response, that's not a state-by-state issue. Being black is not a state issue. By the way, several commodity groups say Congress needs to raise reference prices for the price loss coverage, but weren't ready to make specific recommendations. We'll have more on that in this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Advocates, states, and cities need better process for labeling. FDA needs to make it easier for states and local governments to enact local rules for nutrition and menu labeling. The Center for Science and the Public Interest and the Philadelphia Department of Public Health argue in a petition. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act prohibits local labeling except for safety warnings, but does allow for exemptions. However, The exemption petition process is broken, CSPI and Philadelphia say in a news release. They note FDA never responded to the city's 2011 petition to allow calories, sodium, saturated fat, trans fat, carbohydrates to be published on restaurant menus in the city. The current process is also biased in favor of the food industry because the FDA gives no weight to state or local benefits when considering a local policy's impact on interstate commerce, CSPI and Philadelphia said. Farm groups challenge vehicle emission standards. Corn and soybean growers and ethanol manufacturers are suing to block EPA's new greenhouse gas emission vehicle standards for cars and trucks. Two petitions filed in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit argue that the agency's analysis was flawed. EPA's greenhouse gas calculations intentionally ignore the significant carbon emissions associated with the production and operation of electric vehicles, their batteries, and other components, while denying credit for the carbon reductions associated with using low-carbon liquid fuels, the petitioner said in the statement. 
Here's today's He Said It. We've got to raise a loud voice and stop Russia from doing and continuing this evil work, killing women and children indiscriminately. That House Agriculture Committee Chairman David Scott of Georgia at yesterday's hearing on Farm Bill Commodity Programs. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, March 2nd, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news on Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jack Alley.